now and then, here and there, and always at sexpotcomedy.com. This is episode 72. This is my lunch with Darren Carter and Flip Schultz, two uh, great comedians. Speaking of comedy, if you are actually listening to this this week, uh, from June 16th through the 21st, I'm actually going to be at Harrah's in Las Vegas. That is June 16th through the 21st, 2015. If you are in Las Vegas, please come out and say hey, and uh, let's go get some buffet together. Huh? You can find tickets and information as well as other things on my website, mattknutson.com. You can also find me there for Twitter, Facebook, uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel at all. Okay, episode 72, this is Darren Carter. This is Flip Schultz. If this is your first time listening to the show, basically the Grabbing Lunch podcast is me going out to lunch with two other people and recording what happens between the time the waitress drops the menu and when she drops the check. There's no interview. There's no, so where you're from. It's just people hanging out and enjoying each other's company. Previous episodes have included uh, guests like Helen Slater uh, from Supergirl, Colin Hay from from uh, Men at Work, lead singer of Men at Work, Will Wheaton from Star Trek The Next Generation, Josh McDermott from The Walking Dead, and other phenomenal actors, comedians, writers, directors, who's ever uh, pursuing a career in the arts. I enjoy spending time with them and hearing their stories, and I try to give people that opportunity, too. So this episode, 72, Darren Carter, Flip Schultz, great comedians. Uh, I'm just going to jump right into it. Darren Carter, you have seen him on The Tonight Show. He also has... Uh, three, or uh, I want to say three, maybe four uh, great albums. You can find his website. It is hisname.com. Darren, D-A-R-R-E-N-C-A-R-T-E-R. DarrenCarter.com. And uh, just for the record, it can get confusing with a lot of people sitting around the table, but it's just the three of us. Uh, Darren Carter, his voice sounds like this. You're a comedian, improv. You own that improv, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do, I do, I do the improvs. And she's like, no, you, you don't you own a, you you own a school. I'm like, in Long Beach. I go, no, no, I I played the Laugh Factory in Long Beach. Well, I knew it was something. It was just like, right. oh boy. You heard it here first, folks. Darren Carter owns an improv school in Long Beach. Classes signing up soon, so get on it. My other guest is comedian Flip Schultz. You may have seen Flip on NBC's Last Comic Standing. He also has a couple of albums out. Uh, you have seen him on Live at Gotham. He's been on Comics Unleashed with Byron Allen. And he has a phenomenal podcast, too. You can find all of that information at his website, Flip is funny f-l-i-p-i-s-f-u-n-n-y it is flip schultz and flip schultz the man the myth the legend sounds like this I've got We're to say, this booth, this booth just feels really Beatles out, you know? <laughs> just sitting here drinking a coffee, talking about... I came, up with a, I came up with a little song, I think it's good, it's called... It's called Scrambled Eggs. <laughs> well, he kind of sounds like that when he's doing an impression of Paul McCartney... And why is he doing an impression of Paul McCartney? Because we were actually at the Bob's Big Boy in Burbank, and unbeknownst to us, we just happened to be sitting in what they call the Beatles booth. You will hear more about that as you listen to the podcast. But the short version of the story is uh, when the Beatles first came to America and came to Los Angeles, they wanted to go to an old-fashioned American diner. And so they did. They went to Bob's Big Boy, and they actually sat in the booth that we would sit in 50 years later. So we're at the Beatles booth for this episode of the Grabbing Lunch 
podcast. Go to grabbinglunch.com. You can see pictures of my guests, a link to other shows, and uh, uh, just see what's going on over there. It's grabbinglunch.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter at grabbinglunch, facebook.com slash grabbinglunch. I do new episodes uh, every other week. So if you subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, they can be directly downloaded to you so that you don't miss an episode. This has been a, a real fun time for me, so uh, I'm glad to uh, connect with you guys. Hit me up. It's grabbinglunch at gmail.com is my email address. Don't be a stranger, I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, it is the Grabbing Lunch Podcast. This is actually episode 72. I have done 71 lunches previous to this. You can go back and listen to them all, but this is 72. Darren Carter, Flip Schultz, at Bob's Big Boy in Burbank. It's a lot of alliteration. Let's eat. Flip Schultz. How you doing? What's up, man? How are you? Good. I'm already tucked into the booth. So oh, nice. For the record, I did raise my butt from the seat, so I kind of stood. I, I felt the stand. You felt there was I, a... I definitely felt an elevation. There was a <laughs> sustained greeting. We yes, had, yes. We shook hands. We had eye contact. It was, it was a good meet. A good, <laughs> a good opening number. <laughs> did you see Darren working the, uh, the two ladies up front? What's up, buddy? How are you, man? Hello, hello. Robert, got I the walk, same thing. I walk in and these uh, those ladies like uh, recognized me. I was going to see if we were, you know, could sit on the patio. Yeah, but it was closed. It was closed. And, and I then think it's it's good that we're in here because they started rolling up some construction equipment too. Oh, this is the this oh. is a nice booth. I like this. This is back here. We're quiet. That's what I was looking for. I was looking for a quiet spot. It's perfect. I was like, oh, I'm the first one here, but I guess I wasn't. Like that's a, that's, <laughs> that's all right. I got here early too. All I heard when I was walking past yes, you, thank was you. a woman was saying she's like. I teach improv in Long Beach. I know, and I was, I was like, like, good for you. Yeah, you're yeah. like, is that why you kept walking? I was like, yes, Matt, just keep walking, just keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not to be, you know, like that, but oh, no, they'll no. never hear this, but... That, that was nice. Are we starting? Yeah. I'll already hit record. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, so we already have improv in Long Beach covered. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Uh, no, because you know when someone recognizes you a little bit, but then you're not sure where you know, because she's like, you're a comedian, improv, you own that improv, and I'm like, yeah, yeah I, do, I, do, I do the improvs, and she's like... Now you, you don't you own a you you own a school? I'm like in Long Beach. I go no no. I I played the Laugh Factory in Long Beach. Well, I knew it was something. It was just like right. oh boy. Then I saw how fast you were walking by, and I was like, this guy's a smart man. Hey, this guy. How are you? Long time, David. How are you, man? Good. Oh no, David, please come on, man. We're just hanging out. Yeah, we're just hanging out. Yeah, man. Darren Carter owns Bob's Big Boy. He was the original model. I didn't know that. Yeah. The original model. He follows me over to Universal. I'm at my guard shack. I work over there. I'm ordering a Big Boy combo. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I haven't world. been here in a while. It's probably been a year, I think. At least in the mornings like this. Yeah. I'm sure you come in. Yeah. No, but even the nights, I haven't. Well, probably about six months. I um, last you, your wife, and your baby. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was graduation. That was when he graduated kindergarten, and now he's in first grade. Getting Didn't you bring your classic car here on the weekends? Too? <laughs> hey, like a Jay Leno, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a roadster. Yeah, yeah, the classic car. I'm going to bring it around, Bob. Big boy. A lot of comedians end up driving classic cars. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Good. That's true. Yeah, How's it going? Hello. Oh, oh, great. It's Megan. How are you? Love you, man. Nice to meet you, David. Love Take the it easy, light buddy. up name tag. One of my customers is a very kind man. Oh. It's no joke. Let me check that out. Oh, wow. Yeah, exactly. Let's go over to the hearing aid batteries on the exactly. back. Exactly. Yeah. And then he brings me batteries, too. And then it stops when you unhook it. <coughs> Amazing. I wish my name was Meg and I would steal it. Steal it, it. Yeah. exactly. Not going to happen because I only have one, okay? <laughs> he actually invented the uh, split screen picture picture. Wow. Oh, and really? I think he's just bored in life now and decided I'm going to make you I'm a working name tag. And I said, go right ahead. Yeah, that's yeah. perfect. I know. I love it. Yeah, I love do it too. Do you guys take menus? Um, I could go for a menu. I'm not yeah, quite sure what I'm going to do. And yeah, I'll take a coffee too. Yeah, yes, two coffee. Yeah. Three. Three, three coffees. Thank, Thank you, you, Megan. Wow. Yeah. My ex girlfriend. Awkward. She's getting banged by the guy who makes me think so fucking to see. I made her the name tag. The guy invented a split screen. In other words, you split up with me. Right. That's so subtle. I did see her making judgmental eye contact. Yeah. 
That's so funny. Yeah. I've actually done a podcast here before. I listened to uh, Sam Tripoli and Jason Tebow. We sat on the patio. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. It was good. But did you guys notice they were like backing up all this construction yeah. equipment? And you know that one of those uh, machines that like saws through sidewalk? Oh, that was out there? I saw that come out. Oh, I'm no. like, oh, oh no. Can you imagine? Like, right. five minutes in the podcast. Damn it. Uh, hey, we're going to plug our dates. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're the best. We didn't even ask for water, and Thank you brought you it. Very much. You know, Thank coffee, you. water—they go they hand in hand. hand. But with you know the drought, I'm I'm reluctant to have no water. I love water. You're one of the good ones. Thank you. I'm one of the good ones. I try. Yeah, you when, do. When I pulled up and saw that stuff, I was like, pass um, well, I started scanning the street. Like, all right, what do we? Oh, Robux juice. Uh, yeah. We could do it at the Falcon Theater. It doesn't even make sense. We're gonna. We'll do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, uh, Menus. Oh yeah, man. I don't know menu. It's funny. I, you guys both have sort of a, a food-based theme podcast. Both you and Flip. Oh, did you really? No. Mine's just called "What's for Dinner." Well, but, his is called "Grabbing Lunch." Grabbing lunch. Oh, I really? thought that was a joke. No, no, no. I thought you were just fucking with me. No, it's grabbing lunch with Matt Knutson and, and what's that. for dinner with Flip Schultz. Yeah. What's the what's the podcast about? Like cooking it's, and no, right. actually, there's nothing to do with food. It's just it's, just the title of it. But isn't that funny though? Like yeah. lunch, dinner. It's yeah. like, you guys all want breakfast, right? Uh, sure. I'm probably gonna do breakfast. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so this which, is what your podcast is, which is grabbing lunch and shooting the shit? Just hanging out. Love it. I always say it's kind of like a, um, if you were flying the wall in the green room and comics are hanging out or like eating or whatever, so there was never really any, you want to start it, just not like, so, uh, so tell where, me about you, where are you from? You know, it's also too, most of the stuff, when people ask you questions, it's like, You've said it a thousand times. Yes. And you could like Google it and get any answer to it. Right. It's yeah. almost immediately. You know. So. I, I like this podcast because I like the ambiance. You know, when I when I've listened to your show and yeah. you hear like stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> like wow, they really are eating. This isn't fake. Yeah. Uh, we we start laying it in. <clears throat> uh, like last year, Darren and I um, brought to work with him at Deja Vu in Columbia, Missouri. What it's, is that? It's a, it's a club. It's like a, what's it, like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday out there? I think? Yeah. Yeah. And um, I have the same kind of equipment when I do my podcast. The so, Zoom. The Zoom. Uh-huh. So we ended up doing one at Cracker Barrel. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Just set it up like on a napkin. And at one point we interviewed the waiter who was really, yeah. and, like your waitress is really good. When she was talking, do you remember who it was? Was it Megan? It was Megan. It's wow. the same waitress. I don't know if she remembers me at all. I wonder what that. she said. She said it, it was interesting though. I was yeah. like, yeah. she was like, they were, I think she, she and Tripoli were like talking about the Dodgers and or something. I'll listen to it again. That's, yeah, I probably won't listen to it again. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I, even if you listen to it once, I am I, yeah. amazed and grateful. It was quite. I, li- I listened to the one most recently with. Uh, uh, Oh man, uh, Greg Graham Elwood and his buddy and his partner Chris Mancini. Uh, Chris Mancini, the comedy film nerds. And I didn't know that you uh, were a, a merchant marine. Yeah, back in the wow. day. Wow, four like years, five an, years. Another lifetime ago, before I moved to LA, it was like I was just—I got out of high school, I dropped out of college after one semester. I was just like, Oh my God, what am I gonna do? And I just met somebody who introduced yeah. me. You know, it's like I think any industry you do, you need to have that one guy who's like. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the rope. Yeah. So you met somebody who got you into the merch Marines? Yeah, yeah. There was a guy who was um, his father-in-law, or his actually his father was friends with like the patrol agent in, mm. in the shipping hall in Wilmington, and so through that relationship, I got into the training program in Pine uh, Point, Point, Maryland. Better man than I. Yeah, and then I was 19 and I was sailing to Africa. But I was like, oh, Gosh. okay, here I go. That's totally an adventure. Did you it keep a fun. journal back then? Or I wish I would have. I, I wish I would have. I mean, yeah. you know how, like, as you get older, most yeah. of, like, your memories just become snapshots of events. Yeah. And it's, you yeah. don't have total recall, you know. Can I give you guys enough time? Oh, um... Oh, come on, stop talking. Oh, God, 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 God. I know it's all you. <laughs> hey, so how long, away. How, how long have you been in this waitressing here at Bob Zagoy for a while? 15 years. 15 years, wow. Yeah. Um, so I've seen, you, you mentioned that guy earlier that, that invented the split-screen television. Yeah. Was it Flip Schultz? Was this guy here? It was. It was him. <laughs> I, I told you. Told you. I you thought it was live. Cover. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. So I've lived in this. I've lived in this neighborhood for uh, about 20 years, and uh, 
I've, I've, I've got, every time I've come here, I've always seen somebody that I either knew from television or music or something. Like, yeah. Is it, I'm sure you must have seen some... All day long. Drew Carey. I remember seeing Drew Carey. Well, yeah, Drew used to come all the time when he was yeah. on... Uh, the, Drew Carey show. Drew Carey. That's the name of that show. Right? Exactly. But then when he went yeah. to Prices Right Over the Hill, I'm sure he found another. I, I saw like local even a, like a couple months ago. I think Weird Al Yankovic was here. I don't know if wow. you heard that day. I wasn't here that day. Yeah, he tweeted it, and I was like, "Wow, I should have went there." That's it's like an place. iconic place too. Because I mean, yeah, even really you like look at the the pictures on the wall with the old menu. It's like 15 cent hamburgers. And, oh yeah, know. no, it's great. I mean, we've been here since 1949. This actual location. Wow. And this be this booth is the actual Beatles booth that they sat. Wow, we're sitting really? at the actual yeah. Beatles booth. Huh? Hey, if you're done talking to these guys, the kids are hungry and the dogs oh, out of food. Definitely. <laughs> okay. Customers come first. Huh. Are you having lunch or are you already started? Or? I just, I love anything. Where do you want me? Right now, This is the Beatles booth. He's a regular. He's a regular. I'll take care of him and let you guys get Okay, yeah, do your thing. Thank you, yeah. Um, I've got to say, this booth, this booth just feels really Beatles out, you know? <laughs> just sitting here drinking a coffee, talking about. I came up with a, I came up with a little song. I think it's good. It's called, it's called Scrambled Eggs. <laughs> you know that was the original. Scrambled eggs. Scrambled eggs. Yeah. I got it at Big Boys yesterday. <laughs> All it's my gravy seems so far away. Oh, but I still love the scrambled eggs. There's some eggs. my pictures. The main tag lit up like a firework. It's called Love, Love Me, Don't. Oh, we're close, we're close. It's close, close. Yeah. Maybe it's Love, Love My Dough that I'm going to make a pancake out of. Ringo, you'll hold your ham and eggs. <laughs> Did you guys see Paul McCartney was hanging out at the improv? Yeah, I saw those pictures. Yeah. yeah. Um, everyone who was on the show that night, they have like a picture of the... Uh, yeah. Apparently goes... Yeah, he's gone there twice. I was there, I was there uh, this last Wednesday and I saw him. But I wasn't on the show, so I didn't want to like get a picture. And you know, like I think it's better if he you sees you perform. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like Gene Pompa, he said he, he goes, he goes. I, I felt better because he'd seen me the week before. So when I walked over there by him, you know, they had an eye contact, and a couple other people were taking pictures, and so he jumped in there and got a photo with him. How could you? There's a great photo of uh, the guy that plays the piano and does the sound. Sometimes his name is Avery. Avery. You see that one? Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't. Because there was Paul McCartney was in the in the bathroom, so and the lighting was great, so people could get good photos. You know, comics. Sure. Yeah. And there's a photo. Always want photos in the bathroom. Yeah. There's yeah. a photo of Avery like peeking over the men's room stall, like hey, like like photo bombing, like you know, getting a picture with Paul McCartney. It's wow. awesome. Wow. And then and then he's also next to Paul in the next picture. It's right. on his Facebook. Like that's. Wow. I just had to look at him just so I could be like, I saw Paul McCartney. Because yeah, you know, how can you be that close and like, not even. I mean, like I wasn't like, oh, I'm over it. I'll just hang out in the bar. No, no, I want to go in the someone that big. I'm gonna go in the showroom and just like say that my eyes saw him. So public. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> it's true. I laid eyes on him, man. I'm telling you what. Hey, you can't be like, like you said, too cool for school. Like, he's one of those celebrities where it's just yeah. Like, I, I think a be- beetle, beetle. I and think there's yes. two of them left. I know. So. I think that, that he's one of those celebrities that are at that level that everybody gets a pass. Like, no, it's okay. You could be a fan around this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, there's some, like, if uh, if I ever, like, I'm trying to think, like the Fred Savage, right? right. <laughs> Fred Savage. Oh, yeah, Fred Savage. Yeah. Like, um, like if I ever met Steve Martin, I think that'd be my other like. <laughs> right. Because he's like my. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But um, you find it's more people that you maybe grew up watching. You grew up with that are just iconic. Too. Yeah. That are iconic. And inarguable stars. Yeah. 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 Like, I, like when I was, uh, when I first moved out here, I was at uh, lunch with my then manager and we're sitting at a table in Beverly Hills or something. And, uh, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. And I remember. Um, Not Granada just, Hills. No. Oh, no, 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 no. Beverly. Go ahead. The Beverly Hills. And just behind him uh, was, remember the guy, uh, Body by Jake? Oh, yeah. He was Body by Jake. Yeah. yeah. And I go, oh, that's this, Body by Jake guy. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Then I turn to my right, and there's Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson uh, <laughs> wow. having lunch. And I go, oh. And I go to my manager, he goes, is that Tom Hanks? He goes, yeah, welcome to LA, kid. Yeah. Wow, that's <laughs> over there looking at body, Jake and Jake's body. Okay, are we ready? I think we're, I, I think we're ready. Yep. I think you... Yes, I would like a Bob's Big Boy Scramble, please. Can I get it with egg whites? Please. Do you want hash browns, home fries, fruit? I would like. Cheese? I would like. I would like hash browns. All right, and then what kind of toast? Uh, Sourdough, wheat, white. 
Okay. Uh, sourdough, please. And uh, maybe a few extra napkins. All right, I got you. I'm a little messy. Okay. It happens. Thank you. Uh, I'll do the big three with uh, scrambled eggs and sausage. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, Megan. I think I'm going to go for the Beatles booth. Right, the breakfast sandwich right Let's there. Go for it. I'm going to do it. Do you have a, a different kind of cheese besides American? Cheddar. British yeah. cheese. Cheddar, you're from England. Not forever. <laughs> for this bit, you're from England, right? For this bit, you're forever. I don't get the eggs over medium. Okay, wait. Do you want bacon, sausage, or ham? Paul, you're a vegetarian. That's true. Can Can I I do <laughs> Do you've got turkey sausage? I've got turkey sausage. Oh, that's fantastic. Sure, I'll do turkey sausage. Why not try tur turkey sausage? And you want your eggs No, over? you know what? Bacon. Let's do bacon. <laughs> see what I did there? And you want your eggs over medium? Over medium. What if we medium? didn't see what he did? That'd be perfect. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't have no idea what he just did there. <laughs> see what I did there? Get right, please. And Paul McCartney. And uh, hash brown. Beautiful. Boys. Who was the last celebrity you saw in here? Do you remember? Was it Darren Carter, the party starter? Yes. Definitely. The Red Rooster. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, it was probably Shinola Hampton from uh, Shameless. She comes up. Oh, cool. There you go. Yeah. So you could tell shit from Shinola? <laughs> Again. Didn't see what he did there. Didn't see what he no. did there. See what I did there. See what I did there. He's good with the wordplay. He did. I was. I made the words go one way when you thought they were gonna go the other. I zigged when you thought I was gonna zig. I zagged. I zigged. We did zig. But this is a stupid. This is. I'm sure you guys know this after being on the road for so long. But stupid uh, diner after show diner jokes. Mm -hmm. What do you call this? Oh, no, for the record, he has a, a salt a shaker and a knife. Yes. I, I don't know. Salt with a deadly weapon. Uh, oh. That's a, I think that's officially a grandpa joke. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I have to say, when I'm on the road, you two are the guys that I always see. Like, there's a picture of somebody at a, like at a club. You're like, here, go bananas. And there's, you know... Yeah. Or like one of your albums is up there, or your promo stickers. Oh, yeah. Like every place I go to on the road, it's Darren and Flip. In the I, best really? way, you know? I, you know I don't you to, think I, so? I don't know of a lot of clubs that have headshots of <coughs> balls anymore. I, I try to do the Johnny Appleseed thing, you know? Like when you get serious, what I do, like, oh, on my card, I'll show you, you can maybe describe yes, what it please, is. Please, by all means. Yes. Um, here's those cards from those ladies. It's all right. <laughs> Nanchian Horvath and Kathy Chang. They're actresses and, you know. So I give, so I always leave back a card that's the front, and if you look at the back, that's the back. That's great. Okay, so it's, so it's, it's him pointing, and then there's another one where... Like the front uh, has all the like social media stuff, right. you know. And, and then there's another one with you with a giant red afro holding a basketball. Um, yeah, and okay. what I like to do is, because, you know, I figure, like, you, you give someone a business card, and just out of... You know, like, oh, by the way, it, it shows, I don't call them business cards, I call them souvenir cards. Right. <laughs> That's right, Take folks, get a CD, DVD, you get a sticker, you get a picture, you get an autograph, you get a souvenir card. Yeah. It sounds like they're getting a lot yeah, of stuff. Right. A souvenir right. card, that's actually a good idea. Yeah. You know, I get the same kind of thing that I do. it sort of looks like a baseball card, yeah. you know, it kind of has like artsy kind of, and, yeah. and uh, here's my thing, if, if there's comedians listening, on the back of your souvenir card, put a funny photo, put something, because they... They nervously, as they're talking, they turn it over, and you want to have that moment of them going, ha Right. when they see it. You know, you don't want them, like, seeing, see how this has nothing on the back? It's right. like, yeah, that's that, the that, 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 that. One's a souvenir card, one's a business card. Right. One's up in, one ends up in the trash, and the other one ends up... In the trash. In the trash. In the recycle bin. Go, right. you see what we did there? It's a special souvenir card. You know, people like it. <laughs> it's a special souvenir <laughs> card, yeah. Because I used to... Um, when I started doing that, like getting like promotional stuff after the show, I had like postcards like this big, and because I saw somebody else do it, like oh that's a good idea, and then I realized those are so big, like people people took them, uh, took them, and then afterward I walk out and there'd be a lot on the floor. People like right. I don't know what to do, they just throw it away. Right. Business card goes right in your pocket. They don't think think yeah. twice about it. Then later on they find it and go oh yeah I saw that guy. Let me go right. look him up now. Yeah. In front of my computer. So. Yeah. Very good. It is true. Oh, right. Thank you very much, man. Yes, but a souvenir card. Megan, do you know what you call this? He's doing the assault and knife bit again. No. Assault with a deadly weapon. What if I do what if I do in the voice? I'll call this assault with a deadly weapon. 
that make it better if I no. do a Beatles voice? No. No. It somehow makes it worse. <laughs> 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 Do lessons that already are there co- is there like a common joke that, that uh, some of the customers say where you're like oh I've never heard this one before like well you constantly get I used to I came in here or when the burgers were fit. I remember when the burgers were 15 cents or when <laughs> Or when I used to drive my car around the parking lot and in my car and you know, I mean it's like every old customer. I used to come in here back in the day and drive out you're like, I know dude, you don't care anymore, just what do you want to eat? Yeah. yeah but sometimes you get it where you're like, you know, it's a it's a good story. Right? I I've heard like when you do when people uh, work at a, like Starbucks for example, somebody might say something like uh, like, uh, do you want sugar in it or something? And they'll go like, no, just put your put your finger in there and that'll make it sweet. Oh, yeah. I heard that that's a common thing that people say or something. Yeah, no, but in here you'll get the people that like to order thinking they know the lingo. So like, can I get a big boy no rail DP with DP? Yeah, right. They double penetration. They were in their, their oh, adult no. business. Like, can I, get a, can I get a big boy DP? You know, I did portion. Oh. Cut in half. Oh. In the old school lingo, DP. And with is with onion. And no yeah. rel is no relish. Wow. Oh, wow. Can I get a no rel DP with? And then they look at you like they're all Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can I oh, you know what? You've passed the test. I was, a, exactly. I, was I, 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 uh, I worked at a restaurant for three months and I couldn't do it. I just, I wasn't very good. Like, like, see, you, you know how you have the straws in your apron, you're ready to go. Like, I didn't. I, I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Like they're like, can I get a straw? Oh yeah, rooster. I'll be right back. Shoot, shoot, I forgot that. I forgot that. I forgot yeah, that. Yeah, can I have cream? Oh man, cream. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll be cream. You know. Yeah, I'm a college graduate and I'm still. I mean, they would ask. I'm good at what I do. Yeah, you know. And you obviously like what you do. I love what I do. Yeah, awesome. That's yeah. The best I mean, come on, who dresses like this to work, right? <laughs> Actually, Wonder well, Woman socks. Okay, come on. Yeah, yeah. she is wearing Wonder Woman socks. I know. Oh. And they look like neoprene socks, so they're compression socks, so they're like you have caps. No, you know what it is. It's the, the stupid string. Mm-hmm. It's a cheap sock, so I gotta like get in there and cut some so it lets me breathe, but yeah. I didn't have enough time this morning. So it does look like a compression sock, but really it's not. It does. Yeah, uh, exactly. Cool. Yeah, the colors in the socks change every day. You never know what you're gonna get with me. That's what keeps That's the regulars coming, coming back. back. Exactly. <laughs> what color is Megan's socks? Let's Watch find the out. Front, it should just be called Megan's. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I look. I love servers with a good attitude like that. Sure. You know, I hate saying servers, but you know. No, but that's what they. You know, which I, I hate that word too because I used to be called a waiter, and 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 uh, like server sounds like. Yes, yes I want to serve you. Yes, Mister. And here, yes, Mister. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With a waiter, it's almost like you know, like you know what, you guys can wait. Uh, I'll be there when I get a chance. But can I get some cream? You can wait for cream. Yeah. <laughs> I have a straw. Oh my god. Yeah, I was a waiter for, um, I only did it one time, I was in high school, I worked at a Swenson's, and I worked my way up to waiter from, uh, like, a busboy dishwasher, Oh wow. and then I went from that, and then, like, the next promotion up from that was behind the counter, scooping the ice cream and making the stuff, oh, yeah. and then, like, the, the coup de gras was becoming a waiter, but I grew up, we didn't have it money, you know, so we never went to restaurants, so my experience as, like, a waiter was just, like... What did you get? You, like, you grew like, up in North uh, Dakota or something? South Dakota? Uh, yeah, when my family moved to California from North Dakota, but I was born in Hawaii. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was born in Hawaii. But we didn't, like, I mean... Damn it, I'm trying to stereotype you. Because <laughs> <laughs> he goes, when you said, we didn't we didn't have money, I was right. like, oh, did you guys trade furs up there? Where there were like, pelts, yeah. yeah. It was just like, I'll give you one pelt for an omelet. Like, yeah, that's like, how we do it. Um, oh, you could totally yeah. throw someone for a loop. You're from North Dakota, yeah, but you know, by way of Malibu and uh, you, you know, get it. You the get Pacific Palisades. Granada Hills. Yeah. <laughs> no Beverly. <laughs> but you know, my grandparents are from South Dakota. Oh, that's why really? the Dakota word stood out to me. Yeah. 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 But I, uh, I, I've lived in LA for a long time now, so I mean, when I do reference it or I even talk about it, it almost seems like you know we're talking about like flash points yeah. in life or yeah. like images. It feels like chapter, like a, a different chapter. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know? Like, it's hard for me to remember my life before comedy. And I've been doing it for so long now. Like, I've never 
like uh, I had high school jobs where I worked at Chuck E. Cheese. I worked at a movie theater, things like What'd that. What'd you do at Chuck E. Cheese? I was Chuck E. Cheese. Oh my god! I worked. I was Chuck E. Cheese for about a year and a half. Do you have to work your way up to that, or is that like yeah. something? You oh can, no, no! You I got, I got hired. Chuck E. Cheese. I got Space Works a cigarette. I got the roof. Got the robe. Yeah, but just after a year and a half, you know, just wanted to shoot myself, so they put me doing birthday parties, which is the closest thing I did to waiting tables. Right. And um, then I worked in in the video arcade part of Chuck E. Cheese. Wow. But yeah, after like pretty much since ninety. Jesus. Did you ever go to Chuck E. Cheese and bond with those people? Like, no, so every every I didn't use the lingo. <laughs> every Give me a P, no R. I'll go back to the old Chuck E. Cheese back in Florida where I'm from, and um, I'll just walk in there because some like a manager I knew might still work there. I just look around going, oh my god, like I remember doing all this shit, and thank fucking god I don't have to do this. Shit. I mean, that's a great high school job. Yeah. But I can't imagine being a 40 year old guy going, you guys ready for a Chuck birthday party? Yeah. You're a birthday. Uh, I say happy. You, you say birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Now clap your hands and stomp you off, God. Flashback. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Did you experience resentment from the other employees because you immediately jumped to Chuck E. Cheese? Or were they just like, ah, oh, wait. Nobody wanted to do it. <laughs> oh, that was a shit job. Because that costume sucked, dude. I was the only one that worked there that really took care of it. Wow. Like, everybody would just put it on, sweat it, and then oh, like, hang oh, it up. I'm like, dude. You had to wear all that shit. You know, oh, yeah. that oh shit. my God. Wow. No, that was, uh, but that was like, I haven't had like a day job since, uh, 97. Mm-hmm. It was like the last time. Thank you, ma'am. So, yeah, uh. Can I get a little more water when you can cross? I feel like the music got louder. Did the music get loud? Did it? Maybe it's just like a song. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I the know. music just came on. It could be. Sorry, I gotta return a text for a You were at a restaurant on one of your podcasts. Yeah, I love Elvis. Yeah, on one of your podcasts, you're like, can you turn the music down a little bit? And did I think they did, huh? I think they turned they, it down. They did. Yeah, That's cool. They did. I try not to like be too intrusive, but it's yeah. just, like sometimes too, even if it's too distracting. Thanks, Megan. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I think the levels stay the same. It's yeah. maybe this song sounds louder. Oh, because they were doing some other song that was less. Eh, I don't know. It is what it is. I always think like if it's not too distracting and our voices are above yeah. the ambience, like yeah. oh yeah, these are good mics. Yeah, yeah. He's a huge Elvis fan. Is that true? I am, man. Uh, I, I, uh, every time we're going, like we go to try the gigs a lot. I get in his car to satellite radio, whatever's on Elvis. Oh, this is a great Elvis song, man. I think about this Elvis. Song. Oh, I love this song. This is a great one. You're like doing. You like say almost every song. Right? Yeah. But then I rediscover songs or I hear songs I never heard of before until like. Like, I didn't know that he sang Neil Diamond's, uh, um, what's that famous Neil Diamond September song? September Morn? No. no um, coming to America? No. No, Elvis did. They're coming to America. All these foreigners, they're coming, they're coming to, to America. <laughs> we gotta stop them coming to America. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. His no. right political views come out. Yeah. <laughs> That's one thing that, that, that was great about he didn't send them all back to China. Oh man, I, my mind's going blank. I can't remember the Elvis. Uh... Oh, well, while you're thinking about it too, he never really gets. I mean, he does, of course, but the credit yeah. for thank you so much. In addition to the recording and, the and everything else. Uh, no, thank you. Do you guys want hot sauce? I'm okay, thanks. Yeah, this is perfect. Awesome. This is perfect. No, I'm good. Down, down, down. All right, boys. Down, down, down. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank Thank you. You. He did like like a hundred movies too. Uh-huh. You know, so you know that's one I thing I I don't really watch his movies. I just love his music. You know, yeah. like and 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 what's great about that Sirius XM channel is they uh, they'll play like outtakes and they'll play live concerts and yeah. and you'll hear interviews with, with him and and his and his friends, people he grew up with and. You, you, you get to hear more than just like the ten, you know. Like you hear more than blue suede shoes and right. you know, <laughs> right. Hound Dog, the and Jailhouse Rock. Yeah, yeah. yeah I told you I played Elvis at a children's musical one time. <laughs> no, you did not. Darren, did I tell you that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. T- tell Why did me. you not open with that? <laughs> what? Uh, I, um, this isn't germane to anything. No, I. Uh, <laughs> and uh, when I was in college, um, my uh, theater uh, teacher had written this children's musical. And um, she initially just used old kind of timey songs in it, yeah. and then I basically rewrote the lyrics. But one of the basic premise was like the uh, Pied Piper, 
but instead of ro instead of uh, mice, it was roaches, and instead of it took place in Miami Beach, and it was an Elvis exterminator. Uh -huh. <laughs> so I was Elvin Pestily, the rock and roll exterminator. They did like. I just came from Cleveland, they had some trouble with snakes, but I got rid of all of them with my quivers and shakes. <laughs> oh, the name of that song is Sweet Caroline. Oh. Sweet Caroline. I love it. Yeah. When we were, um, my wife and I went to Cozumel for our honeymoon, and we stayed at one of these, like, inclusive resorts, but it wasn't as exotic as it sounds it was kind of like maybe like a sea level thing but we didn't know until we got there yeah. it was one of those homes where the meals are included and the you know the drinks and all that stuff yeah. but every night they had like a lounge singer who played guitar along with the pre-recorded tracks oh, you yeah. know like they have the like the, the beats coming underneath and he play and he sings over it but we would go into this um, <laughs> in this lounge and every time here comes Ron we, Jeremy no it's not him <laughs> Edward James Olmos. He just you just said that because he's fucking an egg. Oh no! Now this is a sausage. I'll show you some DP. So um, yeah, every time we went into the lounge, he would like make eye contact with me and like start playing Sweet Caroline. Oh. As if that was related to me and my wife in any way. My wife's name is Marta. Uh, but he, I, I think he had it in his mind, like, here comes this guy and his wife, Caroline. And, you know, <laughs> you give him, like, five bucks, and then suddenly he's your, you know... Your best friend, yeah. How long, how long have you guys been married? Eleven years. Eleven years, nice. Yeah. You know, I'll be one married. day at a time, buddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll be married uh, uh, 18 years. Woo. Yeah, this August. And Scott and Flip's been married... I'll be married four years this July. Cool. And I know your wife, too. We did that show at the Ice House together. Um, did you? Yeah, I think it was um, like a comedy juice show oh, at the yeah. Ice House. Yeah. And she went on right before you. And then you said, um, I travel with my wife a lot. You might know her. She was on right before me. And everyone's like, yeah. And they got all excited. Yeah, that's cool. It's sweet. We just actually, um, excuse me, worked in Claremont together at Clappers uh -huh. last weekend. And, um, interesting, I'm not sure, you, I know Darren's I'm not sure if you've done the uh, Claremont Flappers. No. Interesting room. Um, cr crowds are very weird there. Claremont? Yeah. Yeah, there's nights where you're like, you're, you're like, you're on fire, and there's night, and there's other shows where you're like, you can't buy a laugh. Yeah. yeah, you're like, I'm glad I didn't invite anybody here to see right. me, because this is like, <laughs> And so, um, I'm glad Eric Estrada's not here tonight. <laughs> yeah. Garrett's number one fan, Eric Estrada. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. I like when he tweets me every now and then, like encouraging words. It's pretty cool. Right. Like, go get him, Tiger, or whatever he's <laughs> like. Like, I just <laughs> randomly, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know where. Like, I did some gig in Texas and, like, hadn't heard from him in, like, you know, a year. And then he's like, boy, you keep making him laugh. You know, right. I'm like, thanks. Like, thanks, Eric. And started, of course, I love when he does that. I retweet it and shit. And oh, of course. He, he wished me Merry Christmas one year. I was like, ah, this is awesome. <laughs> and my wife goes, well, did you tweet him first? Merry Christmas. I'm like, no, just out of the blue. He just wished me Merry Christmas. So. Wow. Who's the most famous person that follows you on Twitter? Is it Eric Estrada? I don't know, but the other day... More coffee? Sure. But whenever wow. you get a chance. Yeah, thanks. Um... The other day, Phil Hendry, uh, radio legend Phil Hendry, like, followed me and, and favorited one of my tweets, and that's, i got to be honest, it gives you a little, a little bit of a thrill, doesn't yeah. it? It's like, I, he follows me, too, and we've kind of scream back and oh, forth, that's cool. but it's just like, it's Phil Hendry! Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's a man. I think the, the joke that I that he favorited was, uh, I said something like, divorced women should make their status update grand reopening. <laughs> he thought that was funny, I'm like, alright, mm -hmm. cool. I saw him do a live show at the LA Podcast Festival because he has a radio show, but he also does like the podcast too. And so you're sitting there in the crowd. You know how he would just switch in between characters and yeah. stuff. And, and I guess I had always kind of thought that maybe he did maybe a pre-record or you know because it's so seamless how he does the characters. Yeah. But you, you're, he's up there on stage going into three and four characters simultaneously, all having a conversation with each other that's improvised. And you're just like. Wow. And, and he knows how to move the mic and, and just and kind of like, talks out of the side of his mouth and goes into this. He's like, I don't really think that's appropriate. Well, I don't think you're, you're going to tell me. Well, <laughs> yeah. He's just 
so impressive. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, that's like, I think people forget what a really creative medium radio is, you know, and like, um, I was watching, like, I'm a, Darren knows I'm a huge Weird Al fan, and uh, years ago I was watching, like, his behind the music, like, in 99, and he was saying, like, you know, I know it sounds old, you know, back in the day we used to listen to the radio, but... Yeah. He's saying there is some kind of magic where it's all in your imagination. Yeah. You know, you're not. Yeah. You, 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 when you watch something, every kind of sense is being told what to think. When you're uh, just listening to like Spike Jones or uh, um, oh, what's his name, Stan Freeberg, and you have all these characters and sound effects, yeah. it's all in your imagination. I love radio. That's why I love podcasting. I love listening to these podcasts. It's like I'm, I listen almost every day, like on a walk or drive in LA. You know. Yeah. Um, I saw. You have to you do get, some work in your head. Yeah. 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 You yeah. know, and it's yeah. You got to sort of imagine. You let your mind drift, and you go to a certain. Yeah, I love it. It's like, um, did you um, did you know that uh, I think is it one of those countries that might be um, Iceland, Denmark, Norway, some country. You guys can Google it. it they're the first country to. They're going to get rid of FM radio. Did you see that? No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. In, in but, place of what? Like uh, they're going to have a new medium? I think or? digital radio and just, you know. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny because I'm, you know, I used to be in, I used to be in radio. And so I'm friends with a lot of radio people. And uh, the ones that are out of jobs were like, I told you, the sky is falling. I told you, this, this is mediums. You know. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank you very it's much. It's kind of weird, right? It's like, I mean, we grew up with, you know, AM, FM radio. Good, sir? Yeah. Sir. <laughs> oh. yeah. She's calling you sir based on the Paul McCartney Thank impression. You. Sir Paul. Sir, sir Paul. Sir Paul. Thank you, sir Paul. <laughs> At least they got there. Okay. Yeah. Come right. on. So sorry. Have you seen Alan Partridge on Netflix? No. Uh, Steve Coogan. It's great. But it's talking about like a, he works as a, at, a, at a radio station. Oh, I gotta watch that. And one employee gets fired and um, goes in there with a shotgun and takes the whole studio hostage. It's but any kind of description I can give doesn't do it justice. Doesn't do it justice. It's really <laughs> super funny. Yeah. And I, I could have honestly, uh, I could have taken her leaving Steve Coogan. But then I saw this, I was just like, I'm a fan, you know, because he shows up in a bunch of stuff. And you're like, ah. but he was the star of this movie, and it was excellent. It was really excellent. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's it. Bless you, Alan Partridge. Alan Partridge. Yeah, heard of it. Yeah, I love, did you ever see a Hamlet 2? No. I, it's one oh, of these, yes. it's like a, it's kind of an underground, I hate, I, I dare say the word cult movie, but it came out of... Is this about Satan? What's that? Is this about Satan? No. It's like, with the occult. Oh, yeah. No, not occult, it's just cult. <laughs> but it serves Steve Coogan as like this uh, drama teacher, and it's just, it's, it's so bizarre and uh, just so far, or it's just slightly off kilter uh-huh. that it's um it's just quirky but dark and fun all this it's yeah. hard to put into words but Coogan that's when I became a fan yeah it's Hamlet too Hamlet too thank you yeah Cliff what sandwich is it that looks really good that's the um the egg sandwich thing the Bob's Big Boy egg scramble sandwich thing it's cool yeah it's good it's good yeah I've been driving around uh speaking of like listening to things I live right next door to a library. I live in Santa Monica. And I get, um, like, books on CD. And uh, I'll just pop I'll just pop the discs in. Because it's, you know, oh, yeah. a book will come in, like, eight yeah. or ten you yeah. know, CDs. What do you listen to now? Um, I've been listening to this book called Moonwalking with Einstein. Mm. And it's about this journalist who was investigating... His name is Joshua Fors. Was investigating people who entered memory contests... And how they use their memory to like they call them mental athletes and so he was so intrigued that he took a whole year and trained for it and he's, he's entered the contest too and so that's what this case? book is about 
I'm just getting to the part where he's going to the contest, but he would like meet with these grandmasters of memory and just. You know. <laughs> That'd be funny if I go. Did he? Did he? Did he do okay? And you go. I don't remember. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn it! Give me a second. It's on the tip of my tongue. Ah, <laughs> But it is interesting how. Uh, do they say how you do? Because people group things in groups of three. I think they say like numbers. You know, like if you have a long number to remember. Right. You know, things like little um, tricks you can learn. The masters use uh, a principle from Simonides, who's like an old Greek uh, memory guy called the Memory Palace. And you just put visual images of the things you're trying to remember in your memory palace and then you walk through it and you can't, oh. you can't help but remember it because you're picturing it in your head and it's not just a list of things. Right. So if we were to put the memory palace here, you know, like in this first booth we have, you know, salt and pepper and whatever you're trying to remember. Spinderella? Spinderella, yeah. Salt so salt. <laughs> <laughs> the Geico commercial. Um, so that's basically what they do, and, and they try and attach remember, specific memories. I have a hard time remembering sometimes people, like not just names, but like like when those two when I walk in, those two ladies. I guess we'd met before, but one of them I'd met one the one lady before. I don't remember meeting her, but I think it was one of those things where where I was probably headlining a show, and she might have done it like like she might have been like one of the guest sets or opening acts. So mm-hmm. I don't remember even really talking to her, you know. So it's like. And I, I tend to feel bad when in the situations. Do you? Does that happen to you a lot? Yeah, sometimes. Uh, it happened to me last night. Yeah, I was on a show and some guy was like, "Hey, I'm needing to be on. I came to see you." And it was like another comic, and I was like, "All right," you know. But my default is always I'm trying not to use the name and just be oh, yeah. positive. Oh, oh yeah, my okay. face. I, I, yeah. I do that a lot too. Like, hey, Flip, how you doing? Like, hey, buddy, how are you? Dude, buddy, pal, hey. what's up, man? Yeah. How you been? And then, like. <coughs> One of my tracks would be like, dude, it's been a minute since I thought, when was the last time we saw each other? Right. And they'll go, oh, you know, it's at um, you know, Stinky Pete's in Wichita. And then I'm like, oh, see, oh, that's uh, right, right, yeah, that's right. And they're like, yeah. I worked Once with I you last night at Flappers. Yeah. Right. They're like, damn it. My ah. trick is like, oh, hey, I, I forgot your name. <laughs> my trick. I don't know who you are. Tell me your name out That's loud. That's a great trick. Yeah, yeah, it's just really. I, I've had a few people say, "Dude, we've met each other five times," but I'm like, <laughs> but it'll be like over a course of different cities and years, and I'm like, I don't remember. Sometimes I'll, know, and I never tell people that I do this, but you, even if you don't know, you say it like a wrong name. It's like, oh, it's Jeff. Oh, it's Don. Oh God, I, I don't know why I thought that. Hey, good, good to see you, Don. Good to see you. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are understanding, like they go, dude, you meet a lot of people. Yes, I, I like it. when they understand. Yeah. Here's what I hate is when they're assholes about it. They go, come on, remember me? What's dude. my name? And you're like, oh, God. Like, Don't you remember me when I watched you on TV? Yeah. <laughs> that, that is no... We had a moment, dude. Yeah. I saw you look at the camera. I knew you were looking at me, yeah. man. Well, I brought you this head. Last night at the show, um, this this woman came up, and she's like, she's like, were you on Comics Unleashed? And I was like, yeah. Did that, did that air yet? She's like, no, I was in the crowd. Oh, I was man. like, that's, that's awesome, hey. It's very nice and very positive, but I was having that moment where I didn't realize that that came out or it was a... Yeah, so. yeah. Did you do the new season? Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I think mine's supposed to come out in May cool. next month. So. Look for me at Comics Unleash next month. Comics Unleash, I'm... Did you do the new season too? Yeah, and you know oh, Eric Pierkowski? He's so yeah. cool. He's the guy that books it. Yeah, yeah. He goes, um... I go, hey, we, you know when I'm going to air? And he goes, and, and, were you there with me that night? Because did he Eric. tell us both it was May? Uh, I don't remember. Because he said it was. He goes, he goes, yeah, you're coming out in May. And I go, oh, cool, May. And then he goes, uh, he goes, sweeps month. And I was like, all right. Yeah, that's what he said to me. Too. Yeah. Sweeps. I think yeah. it's it's like a syndicated show. I know. I think no, it was yeah. sweet and nice or something. Oh, right. Yeah, but that's funny. It's a positive spin. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> like we know when sweeps is. You could say that for any month. You're coming out in June. Sweeps. Sweeps. Like, um, oh, okay. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I, it's. I, I. It's always just easier to be nice and smile and nod and just like, yeah. Well, what, why would you be anything but that? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Paul like McCartney's in the bathroom at the improv taking pictures. <laughs> yeah. But well, you're gonna be a dick. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when someone can sometimes tell me their name and I can look them up on Facebook or something mm-hmm. and they'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, it dogs your memory where you're like, oh yeah, 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 I knew what this person is. Like, yeah. yeah. What I do is um, if I hear a name, I'll just 
picture that picture somebody that I already know well that has that name. Yeah. And then I'll in my mind have them stand next to the person that I just met. So if it's like it's Dave, I have a brother named Dave, then I see my brother Dave standing next to this Dave that I just met. And that's yep. Are you going to drink your water? I will drink my water. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And if she pours it into the glass and you don't drink it, you're in serious trouble. You, you are glass. responsible for the drop. Uh -huh. Thank you. I was in Big Bear over the weekend. Um, I'm going there this weekend. Oh, are you really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, there's, a, said hi. there's a show. Please do. <laughs> Please do. Thank you, Flip. There's a show at a place called the Tudor House. And um, so we went there and we're just kind of taking a vacation with the wife, and then the show was on Saturday night. And the lake is so low, it's so dry. All these like, like, and I'm air quoting, lakefront cabins and stuff that have oh, wow. docks in front of them. The water's all gone, and the docks are just like sitting there on the dirt. Oh, like, Ugh. Yeah, it's, it's pretty scary. Scary. I just got um, an attachment that goes on to your toilet. It's called the toilet sink lid. Toilet lid sink. I got it on. Uh, HomeDepot.com. It's not at the store. And so basically that part of the toilet that you lift up yeah. when you need to fix it or whatever, yeah. that comes off and the attachment goes on, which is the sink. So when you oh. flush your toilet, the water that is going to refill the toilet is going to bypass and come through the faucet real quick so you wash your hands oh. and then it fills your toilet hole back up. Interesting. It's freaking genius. Wow. That makes sense. 130 bucks. Uh, money well spent. It is, I'm telling you. And then when you watch how long, yeah. how much water it takes to fill up a toilet, like you watch the faucet, you're like, dude, it's still going, still going. Like it is insane. It's like eight gallons. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm wow. pushing the product. Go get it. Sink positive. Right. Sink positive. Sink positive. <laughs> Sink positive. I've actually been trying to uh, conserve because of the drought. Like for the past two weeks, I have not flushed my toilet once. Right. And I've saved over 50 gallons of water. Friends have stopped coming over. But I've saved 50 gallons. <laughs> well, you know My wife saying. left me, but I've saved 50 gallons. Which just led to the cat's dead, <laughs> but I've saved 50. Good for you. Thank you. I'm helping California. Yeah. What do they say? That they actually the mayor of uh, Los Angeles, I think in the, the last city. Drop. No, no, the, 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 the from... Uh, Antonio Villarabosa? It was somebody from the last... Tom Bradley? Drop. Might have been Tom Bradley. Remember that one? <laughs> no, I, he, I was just... He said about toilet, he said, if it's if it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's Jerry brown, brown, flush it down. <laughs> Jerry Brown yeah. said that, I think. Yeah. That's so gross. What's gross? Is that a phrase? Or is that our waitress is talking about toilet? <laughs> or that I also knew the phrase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the anthem for a little while. Like... I'll be honest, like, usually, Allison and I, to save water, like, if, if, if we go number one, we wait. We wait till we three number one before we flush. Mm -hmm. Number two, we just, we wait a day. Let it, <laughs> we wait for five, number two. Let it ferment. <laughs> then we build adobe housing out oh, of it. Oh, no. Thank you. Thank you. Well, all that stuff, like, when Jerry Brown was governor the first time in the 70s, he had like all right, solar power and conservation. Everyone's like, he had the um, the nickname Governor Moonbeam because they're just like, okay, whatever you say. Plus, he was like single and banging Linda Ronstadt. But, um, yeah. He was right. And it's oh, like yeah. 30, 40 years later. We're still dependent on. Uh, We've seen the drought. Like even like um, uh, you know, my wife. She grew up on a farm right near uh, near Fresno, and and there was a time there, there was, like. Oh, I'm okay. I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Thank you. And so, a, a lot of the farms they get their water from wells. Like, like you know, you turn on the the, the kitchen sink or the shower, or whatever. It's all coming from a, a well and the underground table, water table, and you know the the well only goes so far, and then the the water drained, and it was that the house like they had no water there, and and you know, luckily they had. You know, they could hire a guy to come out and drill another 300 feet, and you know, they stayed in a hotel for, you know, a couple of weeks. And, and my, my uh, mother was right. nice chat with you. Thank you very oh, much. Thank you. Appreciate it. You're thank welcome. You. Pay at the register, no rush. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I'll see thank you. Guys you. Next see you next time. Thank you. No, this was about uh, six months ago. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, so it's recent. Yeah, this is like six months ago. It is. In a normal house, whatever. Right. Um, uh, but then there's a small town called Porterville, and like that's all over there, like in, in the Central Valley. I mean, there's uh, people don't have water in Porterville, you know? Yeah. I have water delivered to my house, you know, from Sparklets. I don't know where it comes from. I don't do any legwork to get it. It's 
the society that we live in today, but it's just like, yeah. if, you, if you went back to like Mad Max days, we're just like, yeah, you gotta get your own water, you gotta get your own food. We're so far removed from the process of acquiring oh God, yeah. our own goods and services. Absolutely. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. Like if the shit really did hit the fan, half of the society would just go, I don't know what they're right. at. They, they would commit suicide immediately. Yeah. Just, as long as we have our like podcast. Like that prison bitch who hangs himself the first night. Exactly. Ah, oh. As long as we have our podcast. Yeah. Just keep entertaining us, comedians. <laughs> <laughs> It's true, man. Yeah. And the thing, like the Industrial Revolution and all that stuff, it was less than 200 years ago. So if we, I mean, Lincoln, and I didn't even think about this until the uh, anniversary, was assassinated 150 years ago. And you think like, it, it, that yeah. feels kind of recent. Yeah. Yeah. And the, well, grand the grand scheme, scheme of things. Yeah. Absolutely. 150 years. I mean, if you really think about the history of the planet, we're only uh, just a... Second and a half on the cosmos. Whole time scale. Yeah, yeah. Did you see cosmos? Oh, I love cosmos. Yeah, I love everything about Tyson. space. Oh yeah, yeah. Like all of that stuff and just astronomy. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. So, yeah. Would you Would you go to uh, Would you go to outer space? No. I wouldn't either. No. Would you go to inner space inside Martin Short? Martin Short. Absolutely. <laughs> like, oh. Absolutely. Yeah. I read something where um, it said that currently the people that are alive right now, there's more people alive now than there ever has been in the history of mankind. Then how come I can't get them to come to my show? <laughs> <laughs> well, make, way to make us feel like shit. Yeah. I'm giving them souvenir cards. <laughs> Damn it. Goddamn. Is that true? Yes. This is about se oh, 7 yeah, billion like, people in the in, world. In now. the history yeah. of mankind. More people are currently alive than have ever existed. Really? Wow. Because yeah. yeah. Genghis Khan like really took out a lot of people back in the day. <laughs> That's right. I think we all saw Night at the Museum 3. Yeah, yeah. That guy's got a temper. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on a serious note, but that is kind of... No, 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 not a real serious note, mm. but that is kind of messed up that there's all these people, and, and yet, how come these comedy clubs aren't... You know? How do we get... You know, I was talking to uh, the Comedy Magic Club. You know, they... They just do sometimes one show on Friday, maybe two on Saturday, but not all the time. But there was a time they would do, you know, two shows on Thursday, three on Friday, three on Saturday. There'd be, you know, There's shows just, on Mondays and Tuesdays. Yeah. It's like I gotta so go on YouTube. To yeah, yeah. Like you could, yeah. you have basically a a portal to anything you want at home. Yeah. So a lot of people forget the. Uh, allure of going out to see a live performance. There is something you know, about that. There, there is a connection that you cannot, uh, you cannot duplicate watching. Yeah. You know, if you want to just be entertained and visually, you can watch something. But if you really want a connection, yeah. yeah. Go to a live concert. That. Go to a yeah. Go to a live comedy show. Go to a live theater. Be in a moment. Yeah. You know? Anytime I'm like on stage, like as part of like the dismount, you know, it's yeah. like, hey, you guys had a lot of options. You came out, you decided to enjoy something live in a room full of strangers. I'm proud of you. you yeah, know, good for you. Because most people, don't, you know, they're like, I gotta go to, you know, watch a movie. That's one of the things I love about. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if you know. I started doing a cruise ship uh, last year. Oh, and um, he's kind of like a merchant marine. It's yeah, yeah it's kind of a merchant marine. You sell merch, right? Yeah. Boo! <laughs> uh, Darren yeah. Cotter, everybody. Yeah. Um, but what's great is like every night there's a packed house in the club. Uh -huh. You know, so you get a fresh. You know, maybe some people come back or whatever, but there's always going to be a really nice one full crowd at this club every night so right. I like doing the club or doing the club on the ship yeah not all the time but a couple right. times a year that I do it it's like gives you that you know that recharge I wouldn't even know what to do if there was like you, you're in a theater and there's like 1500 I mean I would of course but like you're just like there's so many people here you know what's it's, the biggest crowd you perform about 2000 yeah 2000 but even that it was like one of those shows where uh your, they have the screens on it. I was, I was opening for Bill Engvall. Oh, wow. And it was, uh, um, they have screens on the side of the stage, and there's like a shot of you like this, yeah. you know. So it's projected. You can almost like see it out of your peripheral vision. You know, you know how they say bigger is better? I don't even know if it's necessarily true for that kind of performance. Right. I, I, um, I did an outdoor show, the Doghouse Comedy Jam. It's in Northern California. And then they also have one for Power 106 in Southern California. And it'll be headlined, you know, by like, you know, 
Cat Williams, Gabriel Iglesias, like just all these huge names in comedy, Dave right. Chappelle. But then the names get bigger as the night goes on. So I was like third, right? I was like third. And uh, so I'm on, so at, at, at the, you know, when it's at capacity, it's 18,000 people. What I was on, it, I don't know, I'm going to guess 12,000, because, you know, there, yeah. I did see empty chairs out there. So amazing, yeah. But, but it's outdoors, and so the outdoor performance is different than an enclosed, I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. It wasn't, it was, it wasn't, it was, it was fun, but it wasn't right. like, it wasn't like, the only thing that made it really good was that there was, um, you know, supposedly that many people. But if it was just a normal right. show, I would have been like, I don't right. even really remember. How was your set? Uh, I don't yeah, know. but then I did the ice house the other night, and and this you know the, the stage two room, that side room. Yeah, and it was it was like man, the, the acoustics are so great, like the laughs are bouncing all around. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. You clap, there's probably like an echoey kind of right. you know. I mean, it sounded like everybody's just killing in that room. It yeah. was great. Yeah, I was actually a little nervous to go up, you know. Yeah, we were like, this guy's doing really good, and then you get up there and you're like, oh, I'm doing really good too. Yeah. like it's, it's there's moments cool. that like when it's too big, you can't, you know, you can't steep. That's what I call it, steep in the laughter. You just like, yeah. I gotta have the next line right, right away. away. Yeah. Just, it's the anti roll. Yeah. <laughs> and also with a big crowd, you get it's like that. Like when you're in a club, you can do a bit, get the laugh, go to the next bit. In a big crowd like that, you have to like wait this three, four seconds because the joke is still getting to the people in the back. Yeah. And then their laugh is going to hit you, right. like before or after the people in the front. So yeah. if you get onto the next joke before their laugh hits you, it's like yeah. this weird yeah. mistiming kind of thing. I also caught myself. Speeding because I opened for Mike Epps uh, last month. Cool. The Selland Arena, which was also my hometown, which is that arena is where I graduated high school. And I didn't really remember it until I got there. And I'm like, oh my god, I've been. I remember going there as a kid and seeing the circus. And I remember, like, Fre- I think Fresno State would play there. And I know, like, Van Halen would play there. But I didn't go to those concerts. But I know, like, Prince played there. Yeah. But I remember after the- everything was said and done, and everyone left, and I was out in the middle of the arena. I, th- I remember being here grad night, you know? Like, yeah. And I'm back doing what I love. And, and uh, cool. the audience didn't love it, but I did. Sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> but, the point, but the point is, I graduated high school. school. Yeah. Graduated high school. That's right. <laughs> Rough Riders. Roosevelt Rough Riders. Green and gold. Wow. But, uh, but I remember even, but like that show, putting for Mike Epps, it was like, I think on that one I was third. And so the crowds had warmed up and everything. Yeah. But uh, I still had this sense of urgency, like, I better keep moving, otherwise, I'm, you know, someone could yell out something, or, right. you know, and then the last thing you want to do is have a giant audience turn against you, or... I opened for Gallagher at the Nokia Live Theater downtown. Wow. It was me, Augie Smith, and Gallagher. <laughs> and... Um, I had to do a lot more crowd management than I was expecting. Yeah. Because there was just three of us, so I was the opener and the MC, and I was like three minutes in, and some lady started like yelling out, and just like, <clears throat> it's all dark. It's like one of those ones where it's, it's oh, all flood yeah. lit, and you're just yeah. like, what? yeah. Shut up! Throwing punchlines into a well. Shut, yeah. Right. yeah. Shut up! You can't. When that well is dry. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not one person here. Yeah. Came to hear you. You. Right. You know. So. Or was she yelling out mean stuff or just random stuff? Or just random stuff. You know when like people were just like you, you touch on a subject or something. It's like so I'm a Clippers fan. Lakers. Yeah. Like, crap like that. Like, really. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. People did not spend twenty eight fifty to hear you yell yeah. out and fuck up the show. And fuck up the show. Yeah. Okay. Never, never understood that. Whether it's a club or a big venue, like there's no you. If you want to be a show, you go start your own show. I can ask you a question. Yes. Ga- I helped. Ga- yeah. Um, oh, that's <coughs> Gallagher. together. Gallagher, from what I understand, is really great with advice. Like I talked to him one night, and uh, did, did you guys talk comedy at all? No. You didn't. Was no. he standoffish? Yes. Because sometimes he could be like that. We didn't. We didn't connect. I don't know if it was him or his brother last night at the or cooked two nights ago. At the, at the, <laughs> I couldn't. It was a Gallagher or Gallagher, Gallagher two. two. Yeah. T O O. In addition to Gallagher. Yeah, like well, he was at the comedy store the other night, and, and be, he went behind the comedy store on on Sunday night, and um, and he had like these these uh, like bags like that you'd get from the grocery store or Target, and he goes under the stairs and kind of, but from you know if you don't really know who he is, he has the long hair. Right. The security thought he was a homeless guy, you know, because right. he has these bags. Was that he's in the kitchen? No, he was behind the. He went behind, like no, he was in behind the comedy store, like you know where everyone kind of hangs out in that back patio. Yeah, yeah. He went underneath the stairs, like the stairs that lead up to the belly room. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. And the doorman, you know, co- 
comic slash doorman was like, uh, uh, can I help you? And then Gallagher goes, are you getting in my face, dude? And from like 15 feet away, and he kind of comes right up to it with his chest puffed out to the doorman, and he goes, hey, I'm putting my shirts back here, all right? And then the guy, the, the door, comedian doorman was like, well, because uh, we have people going back there, I just didn't know what you were... Right. You, I thought yeah. you were homeless, because... Yeah, kind of. Yeah, because you're, you're homeless. homeless. Because you yeah. are homeless. <laughs> and then I, and then Dude! I, and then he, then he said something, he goes, I'm a... He goes, uh... And then I, either someone's... I think someone goes, that's Gallagher! And then the guy goes, oh, I... And then Gallagher cut him off, and he goes, ah, it looks like there's some fresh meat here at the comedy store. <laughs> Almost like, learn your history, pal. Right. Yeah. But, then, but at the same time, yeah. what have you done lately, Gallagher? But I, I also felt like, like, I didn't know if that was really Gallagher or not, like, or is his brother. I don't know what is... That's, that would suck if you have a brother that kind of looks like you and is acting like a wino and being rude to people. Right. I don't know if it's him or not. Right. I but I, I heard you guys didn't hit it off too well. Oh, it, we didn't like... You didn't even it talk. Was, yeah, it wasn't a... a, a a non-hitting off. It was just. Well, my buddy got it. My buddy got it. By I'm sorry. I gotta. I gotta leave. I okay. got a doctor's appointment in 15 minutes. That's so. okay. Which oh. means. I'm sorry. Having to leave is a perfect time to wrap it up. Okay. Uh, Twitter, Facebook. What do you? Oh, uh, what's on your souvenir card? Oh, the uh, souvenir card. It has. I feel like. <laughs> you're at Darren Twitter. Right? Do you have it? I do. <laughs> you're like it's already in the garbage can. Damn out. it. No, my Twitter is at Darren Carter. Just, you know what, go to DarrenCarter.com. Uh, my Twitter's on there. I got three albums. I would love if you guys were to, to get one of my comedy albums. My you new, a new one out. My newest one is called Stay at Home Stripper. Awesome. And, uh, yeah. So I got three albums out there. They're all funny, and I appreciate you guys listening to this And you're podcast. the partners. The party, the party starter. starter. That's right. And then if you want to check me out, I'm, uh, you just go to flipisfunny.com, and I got links to all my social media. And I got uh, I got CDs too on iTunes, so if you want to go one of those, I love it. Flip has a podcast, and I got a podcast. Go to uh, whatsfordinnerpodcast.com. You can get them or on iTunes. And uh, yeah, cool. Thanks, man. You guys are great. Thank you. Oh, we're shaking hands. It's yeah. happening. Yay. Hey, we should take a photo real quick before you go. We did it. Okay, real quick. All right. And just like that, that is episode seventy-two. Of the Grabbing Lunch Podcast. Big thanks to Darren Carter and Flip Schultz for hanging out and Bob's Big Boy for being such gracious hosts. Find these guys online. Go to DarrenCarter.com, FlipIsFunny.com, dare I say, MattKnudson.com. Find support. A high tide raises all the boats. Thank you guys so much for listening. A uh, new episode coming out in another two weeks. So in the meantime, go back to grabbinglinks.com, listen to all the previous episodes. Hey, I got an idea. Go to iTunes, give us a five-star review, and write something nice. Come on now. It is the Grabbing Lunch Podcast. Thank you guys for the support, and in the immortal words of Russell Simmons, thank you all for coming. God bless. Good night. This has been a sex pot comedy joint. Collaborative, community-driven comedy produced by Andy Jewett and Kayvon Kalibari. Headquartered in Denver, Colorado, with technical support from Isaac Miller. 